When it comes to the age-old question of emuna versus das, faith versus knowledge, should a person have faith in God, knowing that God transcends the ability of being grasped by intellect? Should I have faith and just be aware of God completely beyond anything I could understand? Or should I try to grasp with my mind as much as I can and understand about God? and have knowledge of God. When it comes to this age-old question that's been a matter of debate among Jews for many centuries, the Alter Rebbe, the Baal HaTanya, whose Yurtzeit is today, the Alter Rebbe says, one needs both. One needs both. Das and Amuna. One has to use one's Das as much as possible, to try to grasp with one's mind as much as possible about God, to fill one's mind about ideas about God as much as I can. But then, knowing that whatever I grasped in my mind is nowhere near what God really is, for God infinitely transcends that, for that I have a muna. I then have a muna in God. After my das reaches its limit, of what it can grasp about God, then I open the palm of thought. I open the grasp of my mind and allow emuna, faith, to shine in my head. And the actual words that the Alter Rebbe uses in the Kutei Torah the Maimur Vedat Hayom, the words the Alter Rebbe uses are, one has to have das in Mamalekol Almen, and then emuna in soiviv kol alman, which means one has to first have das in the light of God that fills all worlds, and then emuna in the light of God that transcends all worlds, that encompasses all worlds, that's beyond worlds and finitude. I have to first know, be aware, and feel the vitality and light of God that fills everything, that manifests everything I see, or Hamamalikul Alman, the light of God that fills the world I see. Just like I could feel the life in my body, I have to have knowledge and attach and connect my thoughts to the light of God that is the very life force of the world I see. But then I have to open the mind, let go of intellect, and realize that whatever I can know, whatever I could fill my mind with, with the light of God that fills all worlds, that's only a ray, a speck of godliness. But God is soiv of kol alman. He infinitely transcends all worlds. He's totally beyond the speck of light that becomes all the worlds. And I can't perceive at all what that is, just its transcendence. So I have to open the grasp of my mind and have a muna in soiv of kol alman. Leis machshavat bach klal, the Zohar says, no thought could be tofes, could grasp you at all, God. Our thoughts can't grasp what God really is. For that we totally need a muna. God transcends the ability of being grasped. But that's bach. No thought could grasp you and your essence, God, what you are. But God's light, your light, God, your light that you shine and then contract through millions of contractions to finally to manifest as the reality we see, that light we can be tofes we can feel and have knowledge of. 
And in order to explain this better, the Tzemach Tzedek, the altar was granted the Tzemach Tzedek in Derch Mitzvasecha, brings the Abarbanel. The Abarbanel that we learned about, that the Abarbanel says, that it's true that the mitzvah of Emuna can't just be the awareness of the existence of God, because that precedes all other mitzvahs. The Abarbanel answers Reb Chazdai's question on the Ramam, to have an awareness of the existence of God as a prerequisite to mitzvahs. One has to have an awareness of a commander before there could be viable commandments. You have to have a mitzvah before the mitzvah. Of course one has to first have an awareness of God before any particular mitzvah. But the mitzvah of Amuna, the Abarbanel says, the mitzvah of Amuna is then to raise up your perception to higher understandings of God. And the Abarbanel explained that means to not just know that God exists, but to know that he's mechuyiv ametzias, essential existence, that existence itself is godliness. Things and particular ways of being need a source, but existence itself, being, being itself without any particular way of being, just being, isness. That's the essential existence and being of God. And that, the Abarbanel says, that's the mitzvah emuna. But the Tzemach Tzedek then explains that we could take the Abarbanel's epistemological movement of the mind, ascension of perception. We could take the Abarbanel's idea that one has to have a first original perception of God and then go beyond that to emuna. But the Tzemach Tzedek argues in the Abarbanel and says that what the Abarbanel says is Amuna is really still part of Das. For that also one doesn't need faith because one's mind could feel existence itself. I'm aware of existence, not particular things, particular ideas, but being, existence, of which everything partakes of. I have an awareness of existence. I could feel being itself. And so that I could also come to with Das. Using the Abarbanel's epistemological movement, I then could say, but Emuna is in soiv of Kualman. How God infinitely transcends even what we call existence and being. Existence and being is Mamale Kualman. Existence and what we call existence and being is just a mode and extension of God, as Spinoza says. It's just a mode and array of God's light. What we feel to be existence and being, the very energy of existence, the very energy of being, that's also the contracted ray of light, Mimale Kolalman. Emuna is that God is beyond that. Any aspect of godliness that my mind could touch, grasp, God's life, God is essential existence, God's infinite power, kindness, these are all ideas my mind could grasp and have das. But then I have to open the palm of my thought and know that God is beyond all that and have emuna in that. Emuna only starts where das stops. And therefore, step one, the very first thing is to use one's mind to meditate on Mamali Kolam and to grasp God's light that fills the world as much as possible. And in the language of the Alter Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek says also, because the light of God that fills the world, one doesn't need faith for. 
you don't need to believe in the light of God that fills the world. You see existence. You're able to see it. You could see the light of God that fills the world because you see the world is alive. If I were to say to you, could you see life? Can you see vitality? Life, life itself, the power of life, that something's alive. Could you see the aliveness? With your physical eyes, when you look at somebody alive, do you see their aliveness? Yeah. I, you're just seeing the body. Your eyes are just seeing the physical body. But you see that he's alive. Or you see that a tree is alive. Or that a bird is alive. You see life in the world. That life is godliness. The vitality and life force of the world. The chay o'ilomim. Yochid chay o'ilomim. The chay o'ilomim, the life of the world, is godliness. Is elokus is the light of Mamalikol Amen. And I could feel that. I could feel godliness. I could feel the life of the world. Do I believe that I'm alive? Or do I feel it? I have no understanding of what the life inside of me is, what this life force that I feel in me. I don't understand what it is. But I feel it. I know it. I know I'm alive. I have Das also has the connotation of deep attachment and connection, like the Adam Yodas Ishta, and Adam knew his wife Eve. I could know and attach myself to the life in me and thereby attach myself to God, have dvekus of my mind with God. Because I could be meditating and feeling any person, even on the lowest intellectual level. This isn't an intellectual cognitive idea. Das is an intimate feeling with the mind, like I could feel in my mind that I'm alive, even though I don't understand what that life of my soul is, but I could feel it. So too, I could have das and elokos, I could know the life of all worlds. I could feel that there's lebedekite, that there's aliveness in everything. I don't believe in existence, I see existence, and so I see the light of God. I don't need emuna, faith, to believe that there's existence, that existence exists. I feel it, I see it. I could attach my mind, I could have samachshava, I could attach my mind to that light of God. And this isn't about being smart. Anybody that focuses, that meditates on the life within them, if you feel the life inside your body, feel it. Be aware of it. Attach yourself to the mind to it. Just feel life in your body. You don't know what it is, but you feel it. You have an awareness. You're attached to it. Now look at the world as a big body. The world is a big body and feel the light of God that's within everything. And this dveikosamachshava, this das, this feeling of godliness within everything, if one focuses in it always, constantly, that, the Alter Rebbe says, is the ultimate tikkun habris, the ultimate rectification of the bris mila, of any pagama bris, of any blemish, wrongdoing one did with the bris. You know, there are a lot of different schools of thought that talk about how to rectify pagam habris, the blemish of sins that one does through lust, etc. But Hasidus Chabad very much believes in Hesach Hadas. Don't think about negativity. Don't think about tivus and lust and things that one did, bad things, etc. Just focus on the positive. Focus on the positive. Don't fight the darkness, just add light. And so the Alter says, you know what's essentially tikkun abris? 
not just rectifying, doing away with the darkness. That's not the ultimate tikkun. The ultimate tikkun, tikkun rectification, is reversing what brought about the pagam, the blemish, to begin with. What makes a person fall into forbidden desire? Because I experience these things in the world that I see, that I feel, and I'm attached to them. Taiva, lust, desire, means that my mind has dvekus to things that are forbidden. My whole being, the current of my being flows as an attached and feels these things of this world, and that causes me to fall into them. And therefore the tikkun, the rectification of that, is the opposite. To instead attach one's thoughts to the godliness in the world. To feel kihu chayecha, that he is your life. Kihu chayecha mamish. He is mamish, the life force that you feel inside of you. And when your eyes start looking Literally, when you stare at the world and you feel the life force in it, you see the world as alive and you meditate that God is the life of all life. God is the being, the existence of the world. When you connect your mind to God's light, which is the essential life of all being, and you constantly put your mind into that all the time, that's tikkun habris. That's reversing being attached to darkness by being attaching your mind to light. In the words of the Alter Rebbe, to cleave one's thought to the life force that is being emanated from God, the light of God that's becoming the life of all flesh, the spirit of all being. Das's passionate attachment and cleaving and connection, one could passionately cleave and connect to godliness in one's mind with Das, with Dvekos HaMachshava, to the life of God that fills the world, that is the world. And again, this isn't a cognitive thing that one needs to understand. You can't understand. This isn't Das like rational cognitive understanding. There's a place for that too. But what we're talking about now is dveikus hamachshava, the cleaving of the mind to the light of God that fills, permeates everything, that's the breath within your very nostrils. And after we align ourselves and put ourselves into deep consciousness and awareness of godliness that's within, that's the life of everything, then I open up the palm of my thought and have a muna in the light of God that transcends everything, as we'll understand next week, Mitzvah Shem, how this is what the Rambam is essentially saying in his very first halach of Mishnah Torah. Good Shabbos.